Hey guys, welcome back to the Foresight Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Paul Clinton, once again. I'm sorry to say I do not have any hunting stories this week, as my schedule has not allowed me to get back out into the turkey woods with the lockdowns, daycares being shut down. I just have not had the time. It sucks. It's really starting to aggravate me, but I'm hoping to get out this weekend or a day or two next week to try and get that spring bird and bring you guys the interesting and cool story of that, which hopefully that all plays out the way I want it to. Anyways, on today's episode, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Number one being the trash in the public trails. I got out for about an hour the other day just trying to kill a little bit of time by myself away from family. Just my own quiet time. I went out for a little quick little hike in a local trail here in Georgina. And the amount of trash I found inside was just brutal. It was bad enough that I went out to the truck to grab a bag so I could pick up some of this trash on my way through to clean it up for the next person that comes through. I don't know how we can bring any awareness to this or start holding people responsible, but something needs to be done because we can have these lands taken away from us at the snap of a finger. The region or a county or whatever doesn't want to deal with that anymore. They can easily just put a gate, chain it up, no more. We're not allowed back in. And with everything else being shut down, that's the last thing we need is to lose anything else for us to do outside. Um, I know there's some good news on the horizon with Kawartha opening up boat launches in May 14th. Belleville and Kingston, if they're not already open, they will be open in the next few days to get people back out on the water. That's pretty sweet to get back out fishing. Uh, One more thing for us to do outside of the house with the very few that we have to do right now. So that's the good news. The other thing I want to bring up today is a new project we are starting here at Foresight Outdoors. Me and a good buddy of mine have got access now to about a 50-acre hunk of old, overgrown, run-down hardwood forest. It's got a little creek through it, swamp, uh, but it's so old and overgrown, no one's used it in forever. There's a ton of blowdown, it's just... It's in pretty bad shape right now. So we're working on our research. We're going to be doing a little project, and we're going to call it the thicket. So with the thicket, we're going to go out into this hunk of land that we have. We're going to clean it up. We're going to make it, try and rebuild the ecosystem out there, try and get the wildlife back, get some native plants growing again, just clean it up, get everything back up and running not only for us in the fall time, but just for the land in general. With us working on that small little hunk of land, it's going to do so much more for other ecosystems and the rest of the land around it that we're not even paying attention to because we want to get pollinators back out there. I've been in talks with some invasive species experts already to figure out what's should go what i can keep for invasive species wise what'll help me what won't help me and what natives i need to bring back in there so we are doing it on a budget we don't have big walls to bring experts in so it's just email conversations and research that we have to do to figure it out so there will be some trial and error to this and we will make sure that we tell you 
what we've done and how well it works or if we've done this and it hasn't worked. We won't mislead you in any way. We'll get straight down to the points, what works, what doesn't work, what you can try. Uh, it's going to be a fun project. Hopefully give you guys lots of ideas and tricks and things you can do on your own property to help out your own hunting seasons when that time comes. So I'm really excited about that. I think I'm heading out there Saturday to do the first video and hopefully have that up on YouTube within a week or so. So that's going to be a really sweet project. I hope you guys follow along with that and we can all learn and get some stuff going there. The other thing I want to bring up is in the research I've already started to do for this, and this is more deer-based and not so much property-based and land-based, but the deer feeding habits and timelines that I found that I think are going to work out huge for us on this project being able to understand this and ways to try and set it up so we can capitalize on their routines to have a successful fall. So the first thing that I found is the timeline. So I didn't realize a deer feeds five times in 24 hours. Three of those feeds are going to be through the day while the sun's up. Two of them are going to be overnight. So feeds one and two, we'll call them, happen right at sunrise and are one right around 11 o'clock. So those two feeding periods is when they're going to get up in their bedding areas, just going to browse and mosey around their bedding area, just grazing on shrubs, nuts, tree buds, anything along that lines, some very hard to digest foods, just something to keep them going, let them stretch their legs, give them a little bit of energy before their big feeding in the evening. So that leads us to feed number three. That's going to be their big... That's when they're getting up, they're leaving their beddings, they're looking for that high-quality food source. So if you're on private land, it's going to be a nice food plot, a big egg field, something like that. Um, so that's what we're aiming to do with the thicket, is we're going to have a food plot, and we're going to try and create the bedding area and keep everything on the same hunk of land to help ourselves out. But if you get down into feeds four and five throughout the night, the farther away you can get them from your food source, the better. Because that means your food source is going to last longer into the year. The longer your food source lasts, the longer those deer on your property where you can hunt. So if they're out traveling to the neighbors or an egg field half mile down the road throughout the night, that's awesome. That's what you want. Because you know they're going to be back in their bedding areas for their first feed at sunrise on your property or nearby so you can get them for feed number three as they work back onto your property. I know on the thicket we're going to try and do both. We're going to have the feeding, the main high quality feeds, food source and the bedding all on the same property and see if we can make that work. But if you don't have both or you can't achieve both, that's okay. As long as you have one or the other. If you have that high-quality food source and your neighbor has got a very good, like, good-quality bedding area, all you got to do is cut yourself some corridors, make yourself some nice trails, nice protected trails for the deer to come to your food. Or vice versa, if you have the bedding of the neighbor has a food. Same thing, just a nice few nice protected corridors 
for the deer to travel. We want to make this as easy and as comfortable for the deer as we can. If we can control feeds one, two, and three, then you can basically control those deers through daylight hours. You know where they'll be, you know what they're eating, and it's all on you now. You've got them. Four and five, who cares if they're gone through the night? We don't. As long as we know they're back for number one in the morning, we know we have them controlled, and they're on our property or on our neighbors, and we, we know where they are. That's the main thing is we know where they are, we know what they're doing. If you don't have the high-quality food, but you have the bedding, or vice versa, you can also set yourself up some staging areas by planting some shrubs, some little bushes. Give them a nice, secluded, comfortable spot where they feel protected, where they can sit, have a snack, before they finally break out into that field. The biggest thing with the deer is making them feel protected and safe. As long as they feel protected and safe, they have the food to eat, they have the places to sleep, they're going to be on your property or nearby for all the time you need them to be there. As long as they, as soon as they start feeling skittish and they don't have the cover and that kind of thing is when they they won't be around anymore. So you could have a super high quality food, but if it's a wide open field with no cover or no cord, no covered corridors for them to get to it, they're not going to come. You got to make sure they feel protected. Their safety is their number one thing. So your corridors, if you need to plant bush rows along them to give them that side cover, to make them feel safe through those corridors, anything you can do to help them is what they need. So that is what I've learned so far in deer feeding. Again, I'm no expert. I'm learning as I go. I'm bringing you guys the information as I learn to try and help anyone else out. But this is some tricks we're going to try on the thicket once we get going. So follow along. Let's learn together. Let's enjoy this journey together. Let's have some fun. Uh, Lots of video content. I'm going to be doing the weekly podcast with different things, with the stories and other things I find online that I think is interesting and other people should know. If you don't know it already, uh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm hoping to have my buddy on here next week to give his insight and his expectations of the thicket as well. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So make sure you follow along on YouTube on Foresight Outdoors. Um, Follow us on Instagram at Foresight underscore outdoors. And we can have lots of fun together. I hope you like the podcast. If you do, leave me a review. Hit the farthest star to the right. That helped me out a lot with this project that I'm trying to get going. Um, Yeah, again, thanks for tuning in. I'm new, so bear with me. The audio will get better. My rambling will get better. Uh, And we can have lots of fun and lots of entertainment and education here so thanks for tuning in and i will talk to you next week